a playlist original. ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of rtbp a bonus one at that courtney one of my irl friends joins me today to talk all about the kardashians premiere episode as well as some of the press and reception of the tv show as well as a wild conspiracy theory that Kylie Jenner wasn't actually at the premiere, but the family made it look like she was. So I hope you enjoy. It is a big one, so I want us to get right into it. I will give a small content warning that we do talk about body image, um, like body modification and disordered eating. I put the timestamps in the episode show notes if you want to avoid that part. And if anything comes up for you, just, you know, make sure that you're taking care of yourself in whatever way your body needs. If things you know come up after this episode uh reach out if you want to chat more about it for sure but without further ado let's get into it here's my conversation with courtney i'm back with a very special guest courtney's here courtney how are you doing well tori made me wake up extremely early on a holiday monday so here we are. Literally, literally. <laughs> it's because I'm going to your house. Yeah. <laughs> in like T minus two hours. But Me yeah, too. it's it's Easter morning and we're giving our thanks to <laughs> like the Kim Kardashian, Kardashian has risen. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that is appropriate. Yeah, I know. I was like, should I cut should I am I cutting that out? No. Yeah. Courtney, you haven't been on the pod for such a long time. But yeah. the the, uh, the OGs will remember you from, well, we last we talked about Taylor and Kanye, the phone call. That was like in 2020. So I'm really glad we're <laughs> recording out of that like absolutely like god awful time. <laughs> it's definitely cursed. And then also all of our, our journey through our healthy diets, which is in quote air quotes just no one can see that yeah embarrassing yeah so embarrassing but we're gonna touch on that a little bit today so that'll be fun to (laughs) just do like a little full circle moment um okay I feel like we should just get into it because there's literally so much to dig into Uh, Today, we're going to talk about the Kardashians episode one of their new series We're going to talk a little bit about the press beforehand just to set the stage for the premiere. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the premiere and this like wild conspiracy theory that Kylie Jenner was not there. And then we'll get to like our thoughts on the show. And Courtney took like pen and paper notes. Yeah. (laughs) I just when I was watching the episode because I needed like my real live thoughts and feelings I was considering just like texting Tori and then saving it in our chat but she hadn't watched yet because the professional podcaster she is does not have a Disney account (laughs) (laughs) Courtney's like Courtney's like have you watched the episode I was like I need your login (laughs) yeah so now Tori has a profile on my family's Disney account (laughs) please don't play around with my 
my settings and my <laughs> recommended episode. I know, but your profile is Mer- Merida, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, which like matches you perfectly. But Thank I was you. like, who? which one should I be? Oh, it's your Disney princess? Yeah. Well, is Kim Kardashian technically a Disney princess now? She's definitely Jasmine. Yeah. But, like, because she's on Disney. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's actually she really an avatar option? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if she does have an avatar. I don't know. Maybe I would pick. I would definitely pick, like, well, I would want to be Jasmine. But <laughs> I feel like she's got that on lock. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, Snow White or something. Sure. <laughs> Okay, so the press. The Kardashians, like, I don't think that people do this much press for a reality TV show usually, but they were fucking everywhere. Yeah, it felt like I had pre-watched the episode before (laughs) I watched it. Because, like, so many of the questions, and even as I was taking notes of, like, the pre-press, all of those things were covered in the episode. Yes, yes. I felt the exact same way. That's why I was like, spoiler alert, I enjoyed the episode, but I mm. like, I was kind of just like, I feel like I've literally seen this all. Yeah, like no new content. Literally, it was so weird. So they were on like every late night show. They were, they did like an extensive interview with Robin Roberts, which again, because I didn't have access to <laughs> Disney Plus did not watch but I did like watch some clips on YouTube Kim did the not skinny but not fat podcast yeah which like love that for Amanda yeah like go Amanda but she's a close personal friend (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) but I yeah I just felt like they were literally everywhere even Kendall and Kylie which we just didn't see straight up well was Kylie everywhere yeah, yeah, good, good, cute, good, good, good. Yeah, and does Kendall need to be everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Two important questions. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. That's so funny. Some of the, like, I feel like most important moments were, like, from Jimmy Kimmel, Pete gave Kim the rug and the Jasmine outfit for Valentine's Day from their SNL skit. Did, I thought that was cute. I thought it was cute, but I also just, like, find Valentine's Day embarrassing, like, as a concept. It's up there with your thoughts on wedding. <laughs> yes, yes, And then yeah, my immediately thought is, like, what are they doing on that rug? Why do they need to keep those costumes? When she was like, oh, we, like have the costumes i was like they definitely are doing something free yeah <laughs> i don't need to know i don't need to know that <laughs> yeah and then i was like oh my god um pete in that like gross wig with the like little hat that aladdin wears i was like i was like that's no. so so bad so and, bad like, it's from a like a set like those things like was it professionally cleaned before like that's not it's not gonna it's gonna have a smell like, have you ever been behind the scenes of a theater? Like, yeah. I'm just thinking about my, like, high school musical days of, like, nothing back there yeah. was clean. Kim Kardashian doesn't want that in her house. Literally. But that's so Kim of, like, would just have that and then, like, put that in her, like, storage unit of all of her archived, like, fucking shit. Yeah. Um, another thing that I was really surprised about is, like, Chloe 
is now like openly talking well open again openly in air quotes about Tristan cheating because I feel like they had never like they had like danced around it and kind of like spoken about it like in a vague way but now she's like he cheated on me days before I went into delivery do you think that's on purpose though do you think she was (gasps) waiting for their tv show to air so to that fucking confirm it. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that right. people would watch yeah. it being like, I wonder if they'll talk about it. Yeah, you're totally right. Because I think in the last season, again, they were just like dancing around like, oh, there's like trust issues and like stuff like that. And then like now she's like, he cheated on me. And again, we're, we're going to talk about the actual episode. Mm. I feel like she didn't know the paternity case was coming. Like this was all filmed prior to his third child. Yes, and I have thoughts on that. Pencil, okay. put it in the parking lot for okay. the episode because there is a Tristan shits his pants moment and I think okay okay I love that I love that in the not skinny but not fat podcast I think some of the things that were interesting to me is that Pete and Kim's second date was the Knott's Berry Farm infamous holding hands on the ride photos. And that she said that they were leaked from someone at Knott's Berry Farm. Do you think that that's true? Or do you think that they leaked them? No, I think that was true. Because, like, Kim only leaks good quality photos of herself. And some of those were, like, (laughs) grainy. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't have her... Like for like tree vibes, yeah, right? yeah, and also like that was pretty early in their relationship, and like the yeah. Connie drama was just kind of starting, and so I don't think she would release that amidst like a divorce argument. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I I believe that, and maybe that pushed them to become public about their relationship sooner than they like kind of wanted to. Yeah. I don't know if if anyone else has thoughts on that like let us know okay another thing that was revealed was Pete didn't go to any of the after parties of SNL and I actually kind of think this was like a move <laughs> because, really yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> okay maybe I'm giving Pete Davidson way too much credit but it's I like literally are. yeah I I know I am but like I was like, that's what you do to make someone think about you obsessively is like give them a little breadcrumb and then like Not at disappear. a party, man. No, I don't know. I, I don't like to give white boys too much credit because I've yet to meet one that isn't more than mediocre. <laughs> yes, the fucking mood, yeah. Right, okay. right? I don't think he's that smart. I don't think calculated is a word I would put in front of anything to do with Pete Davidson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was just at the time, because he wasn't super involved with SNL. Like, he didn't do any of, like, the pre-casting. So, like, maybe he, like, all the practice sets, like, yeah. the week leading up. And yeah. stand-ins and stuff. So, I think he was just busy. I think he just didn't go. Yeah. He's so, it's like, he's known for SNL, but it seems like he is never fucking there. No, he's aloof. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I feel like that's what got Kim because Kanye is the opposite of aloof. Yeah. She also talked about having a Finsta. I feel like it's pretty known that all celebrities have a Finsta, but like, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, I wonder what she's like lurking. Won't lie for about 10 minutes after I listened to that podcast, I did sit in my car because I only listen to podcasts while I'm driving. Um, <laughs> I sat in my car and was like, I can vibe Kim Kardashian's Finsta account. <laughs> 
I have those skills. I don't. <laughs> I don't. That's, so I was that's like, oh, this so cross-reference was like three accounts that she said she was following and see who matches. It's like <laughs> thousands and thousands of people. <laughs> someone please do that for us. Like, please. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure someone on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure someone's like digging into that. Yeah. Um, she also said she didn't talk to Kanye for eight months. I believe that. Yeah, and, like, I was, like, oh, I forgot that they were, like, low-key. They've been separated for, like, actually, like, quite a long time. It feels so recent, but I guess it's it's been, like, I guess, like, almost, what, two years? Yeah, because he bought that farm in Wyoming. And yeah. And Borderline maybe started a cult. Yeah. They it's have a church, church services, service. there's a school, yeah. and everyone wears the same clothes. Like, is it? Yeah, <laughs> like, that checks all the boxes. Yeah. Call your dad. You're in a cult. So, yeah, I don't I don't think they communicated when he first, like, moved out there. Because Kim Kardashian is not going to live on a farm in Wyoming. No. No, she's not. And nor she's should she. Not. No one should live on a farm in Wyoming. Sorry to the <laughs> citizens of Wyoming. Yeah, if, if any Wyoming listeners out there, tell us why, why you live there. Yeah, like, and would you like a way out? Yeah, you're right. Because it's like literally in this, I think in the Robin Roberts interview, she was like, I was like born to be famous. I like love it. And I'm like, I have the the drive, the like thick skin, the like everything to be famous. So it's like, yeah, yeah why would you? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Maybe in 10 years, but not no, at her. I think in 10 years, she's gonna be running for an important political seat. That is my Everyone hot take. Everyone says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like that's, I feel like that is a hot take, but I honestly don't not see, like, I see that because of the, the law degree, obviously, and the work in prison reform. And we've seen reality TV stars get elected into the highest office in the <laughs> States. That went well. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> And that's why I also get so annoyed at people when they're like, it's frivolous to watch the Kardashians or like it's frivolous to care about pop culture and celebrity gossip. It's like, yeah, it infiltrates everything, like literally US politics for like a decade. So or however long Trump ran and then was in office and then now the fucking devastating aftermath. So I was like, it actually does affect us all the time. So fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I will be keeping up. Yeah, fucking same. And then also she, I low-key, I feel like it was in the Robert Ro- Robin Roberts interview or maybe it was somewhere else, but, like, I do feel like she, like, low-key defends Donald Trump, like, way more than she should or, like, that doesn't, like, get her canceled. I've read some articles, which, of course, means I've seen some TikToks. Mm-hmm. And she has been like taped or recorded or gone on record of like saying some very conservative things so yeah like I think she's secretly on the Republican more conservative side of things but just it because she's in the public eye doesn't really express strong opinions of things either way yeah that's you know? so true she like just wants really to keep her, yeah she wants to keep yeah. her fan base right and yeah like it makes sense she is opinionated but on nothing that would be polarizing yeah and I feel like in one article like a while ago she said something like I'm liberal in the sense of like I like gay people and stuff yeah but she's but she was like I'm fiscally conservative or whatever and I was like that's that's just that's actually not how that works no you yeah (laughs) we won't we won't get into that 
Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah. Moonlight is working for like non for profits and affordable housing. But I'm not on Victoria's podcast stuck with the Kardashians. But um, literally, literally, yeah. I was like, that actually doesn't make sense because if you are truly liberal, you would want social services for people and stuff yeah, yeah well you, you can't be as rich as she is without being a little bit more conservative yeah that's so true with like taxes and shit like oh yeah and like the chris jenner church that they just pour like evade taxes yeah. with or whatever yeah ugh, that could be a, a full another deep dive yeah just get your ass up and work yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's what we're doing this Monday yeah. morning. Okay, so the premiere, again, was, like, huge. Kim and Pete went together, which was, like, kind of their first public outing. Um, Kravis was there with her, like, their entire family. Scott made his first appearance with his 27-year-old model girlfriend, Rebecca mm-hmm. Donaldson. <laughs> Kendall was sick. What's fucking new? <laughs> Rob was nowhere to be seen. The OGs were there, which, like, I kind of liked. Like, Food God, Jonathan Chabon, mm-hmm. Malika, and Khadija. I was like, oh, it's kind of, like, nostalgic at this point to see them. Yeah. The aforementioned Not Skinny But Not Fat Amanda Hirsch was a red carpet correspondent with Hulu. I love that for her. Should we have invited them over to the egg hunt this afternoon? Her and yeah, Noah yeah, just come. Yeah, yeah. I have enough. There's enough treats. I'll drop her a line. <laughs> you, okay, I know. I'm such a fucking <laughs> hater. And I know it's just because I feel like I'm jelly. But I was yeah. like, she was hired by Hulu. And she was picked out of, like, she doesn't have, like, the biggest following mm. um, of, like, I don't know, pop culture podcasts or celebrity gossip podcasts. So it's, like, good for her. But she definitely, like, all of the Kardashians have been commenting on her Instagram. So I feel like she's definitely, like, sorry, but now not a reliable narrator because she's no. on the Kardashian payroll. Which, like, I would love to be an unreliable narrator. I would love to be on someone's payroll. Same, same, you know? same. Like, As I was saying that, I was like, hire me, though. Like, yeah, like, I'll sell my, myself out. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, I don't want to think critically about this anymore. I just want to <laughs> yeah. fucking walk the red carpet. Well, Tori, you know my dream is to not be famous. It is to be the famous person's unknown like close personal friend who has like 400 followers on instagram and just pops into all these events that's why i'm supporting your podcast that's what i want to be for you <laughs> i want to be that's on your why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> have my disney plus account remember me when you're on the red carpet <laughs> stop. give me a promo box <laughs> stop oh my god <laughs> But you're right, though. That does actually seem like the ideal life. I feel like Hillary Duff and Kim all have, like, friends that are Just probably rich, but not, yeah, not famous. Yeah. And, yeah, that's probably the ideal. Like, Tinks is all of her friends from university. I could be that for you. That's my role. And Alex Cooper? Yeah. yeah. I am here. <laughs> well, ugh, maybe one day. The biggest thing to come out of this premiere, though, was this Kylie Jenner conspiracy that like I 100% believe like without a shadow of a doubt that this is true I agree too okay 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 juicy before we give our opinions I want to give like a little synopsis just in case someone didn't read into 
Yeah, like, you, oh, you weren't on the, like, thousand tri- <laughs> Twitter threads <laughs> and Reddit, like, articles that I was. So, basically, Kylie recently gave birth to a beautiful baby boy. I'm assuming we haven't seen pictures. Unnamed. And she hasn't done tons of press. Um, She was absent from, like, the Jimmy Kimmel interview, Robin Roberts, like, all of that. But... She did post pictures of her at the premiere and she looked beautiful. I loved her like white dress, Mm -hmm. everything. There was also a little video of her, um, you know, when the celebs are on the red carpet getting like thousands, like there's thousands of cameras and you're like looking everywhere to meet all of the camera angles. So we're like, okay, cool. She was there. And then somebody, and I want to credit, I want to credit them. Was it on TikTok? I think it was on Reddit. This person is... That's how we consume our news. Okay, so definitely at Problematic Fame. I believe I believe the person, and I will credit them in the episode show notes mm. if... Oh, no, okay. I think it was the at the real SPW and then at Problematic Fame on Instagram kind of both contributed to this theory. So basically, these videos, like no one... Us sheeple didn't give it like a second look, but these two accounts uh, realized, oh, weird. There's 137 images from Getty Images, which was the photography company that was hired for the event. Mm-hmm. Kylie's not in any of the pictures or she's not in the background. And then we're like, oh, um, people like Amanda Hirsch, who was interviewing all the Kardashians, on the red carpet also there's no interviews like no one saw her then Kylie posts more pictures and and actually now that I am looking at this article it it was at problematic fame and then at the real SPW is Kylie's personal photographer post pictures and when it's your own personal photographer you can edit the pictures before they get posted Mm-hmm. So she wasn't in the background of any of the 137 pictures. No one got an interview with her. The video of her looking around at the photographers looks like she's just like, it looks like she's yeah. acting how I like if I was like, oh, look, this is how I would do it. She's like darting her eyes around. It's mm-hmm. not real. Like it is mm-hmm. literally fake. So the theory is she never went or she like went before the event started, got her personal photographer to take pictures of herself, edit them, upload them, and then pretend that she was there. And I think that this is true. I totally agree. This is not the first time they've done weird photoshops, um, re Chloe photoshopping her kids at Disneyland. What's the point? <laughs> um, Kylie was spotted at Coachella this weekend and like was hiding under like a leather jacket. But I just don't understand why, if you can't make an event, why pretend to be there? Because all of the people at the event will know that she's not. And like That's everyone the else there like have to sign something to be like, well, Aforementioned, not skinny, but not Or was it just busy enough that people wouldn't notice, you know? I feel like you would notice when it was, like, the, like, one of the main cast. Like, if it was Scott or something, yeah, maybe people would be like, oh, maybe he was there, like, whatever. But when Mm -hmm. it's, like, one of the main people, I don't think so. And 
Amanda Hirsch said, yeah, she was there. But I again, I feel like since she's on the payroll, they probably asked her to say that. Yeah. So and like I think that it drills down to that she is not happy with the way she looks. So I feel like there's two things like there's such a pressure for moms to bounce back after mm-hmm. giving birth, which is so unrealistic and just not the case for a lot of people slash not the priority of new moms like their no. their priority is keeping a child alive. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like even the term bouncing back, like what are you bouncing back to? You should bounce forward, bounce into your new life, into your new role. Yes. Oh, my God. That's such a good point. Like language really constructs what we think of Mm -hmm. things and like bounce back is such a fucking innocuous term at this point. Like if you said that, everyone would know what you're referring to. So, yeah, that's such a good point. So. On that side, I, like, feel bad for her that she feels all this pressure that mm-hmm. to keep up with these, again, unrealistic beauty standards. But then on the other side, I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I'm upset with her, honestly, because it's, like, you look good. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. You, like- y- you are then contributing to people feeling like they have to hide. Mm-hmm. Until you get your, again, quotes, air quotes, body back in your mansion until you're deemed acceptable to fucking live your life in public. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it's like, I feel the same. Um, And I wonder if it's a little bit like deeper and we'll never really know the truth because like this was also her first public pregnancy. And she's been quoted saying that like she doesn't like she didn't like the fact that it was public and, like, wasn't sharing, like, the sex of the baby beforehand, like, even with her family because she wanted private stuff. Like, we still don't know the name of the baby. And so I'm wondering if this pregnancy was also harder on her. And so maybe it's not even a, like, body bounce back. It's uh, other things totally, are also going totally. on, you know, too. And it's, like, because the photos and stuff from Coachella, like, she didn't, look like she wanted to be there but also it's a huge like maybe she just didn't want to be there um yeah because it looked like a fucking coachella is literally my personal hell yeah i love coachella and that's all i ever want to participate in (laughs) me too me too just the crowds the heat the like walking around yeah in like all of the outfits like it's horrendous no influencer olympics everyone looked like they were on the set of coyote ugly this year um doing way too much to be uncomfortable and muddy but yeah that's a different topic for a different day (laughs) literally and so it's interesting because the kardashians are kind of slowly at some points admitting to like some of their uh body modifications like Mm -hmm. um chloe admitted that she got a nose job recently but like again won't won't talk about anything else maybe that she's potentially got done. Yeah. Stassi, which is Kylie's best friend post Jordan Woods, <laughs> was on Call Her Daddy and she said that she got a nose job, her lips done, and a BBL. She was like, I got some things like moved around. <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> I love some things moved around. I know. I was like, I feel like you're underselling one of the like most dangerous like yeah like elective surgeries like (laughs) 
you could ever get but to each their own I guess yeah I just I don't like I don't I don't know what the fucking moral of the story is like should she should Kylie have just stayed home do do we even deserve honesty from them about how how they're feeling like I like I I don't know actually like I I just I really don't know well and like this is where I struggle too with like all celebrities is like celebrities move the narrative of society right they we are the trickle-down economy from what celebrities and famous people are doing and so we expect our celebrities to be good people in the world and like be activists and be spokespeople for all these things and use their power and i absolutely like sure support that but 95 percent, this is a really accurate statistic um, I yeah. did a lot of research. Like, the majority of these celebrities didn't get famous for being good people with good values and a good understanding of nuanced conversation. So I also think it's unfair for us to ask that of them, yeah. right? Like, Kylie yeah. Jenner is a baby. She's in uh, early 20s? Yeah. 17? She, How old is this girl? I, I don't <clears throat> think she's over 25. Right? Like, she's a baby. She's only known this weird dynamic that the Kardashian and Jenners have set up and like she does not know any better and so for us to sit here and say like I want Kylie Jenner to be the person of to bash down like momming shaming and body imaging like we also can't ask that of our you know what I mean I know I know I know it's so tough because I feel like there's yeah I I completely agree that it's like that's asking them to like yeah be like super educated on topics to like form opinions and and to think like us like I feel like a lot of times I expect people to think like I do and that's Mm -hmm. like unfair and just not realistic but it's so tough because I'm like oh you have like a platform that's literally 30,000 times, no, 30 million trillion times the size of mine. And like, yeah. and like, I feel obligated to, to, I don't know, talk, like be critical about certain things. And it's like, I just wish they had that desire too. But yeah, yeah. I guess that's asking a lot. Yeah. But even if they were just like 10% better, like how I know, much would that I know. change, you know? Well, that's the thing. And like, we just talked about all the press, but I think that that's the thing. Like Robin Roberts specifically asked about body image and she specifically asked Kim about cultural appropriation. (laughs) And, and I'm like, girl, if you're doing prison reform work and you can't say I stole looks from black culture, that's that's fucked like yeah I think that that's another thing and like I know I'm jumping to Kim instead of Kylie but I think that that's another thing that like pisses me off is that it's like Kim if you are moving down this route of like advocacy work and social justice in the prison prison system why can't you verbalize that you have manipulated your body to replicate black features and you benefit from that where a lot of black women are punished and not like disrespected for having those same features yeah I think we too I often consider Kim Kardashian to be a millennial like us and I forget she is a gen x like she is in the same she's in the same age bracket as my parents 
Yes. You know? And so it's like, just because she looks young, because she has a team of doctors keeping her fresh and snatched, you know, like she is in the same age bracket that's getting all of their news from Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's so funny. Okay. Before we get into the episode, since we're talking about body image and like unrealistic body image, do we want to give like a little update on our, our own journey? Yeah. Intuitive eating, joyful movement, et cetera, journey. Sure. I feel like, like I am like the biggest hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) If anything is true about Tori and Courtney is that we talk a big game and we do not follow through, uh, but we are highly opinionated on all topics. (laughs) (laughs) Like Literally, literally. So I think like, the thing that I'm thinking about mostly with this is like, yeah, I'm like, Kylie's hiding away. And then like, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of times that I'm hiding away. So oh, like, I think that the two things I have been thinking about a lot is a, I just had this big photo shoot for RTBP. And you looked fly. I did not know. You. I was texting Tori because we're actual real life friends. I just want the yes. world to know that. I can yes. get my my promo boxes in a few years. Yes, um, yes. I'll leave my address in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Your PO box. My PO box. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Tori had that many nice outfits. <laughs> like, did you buy those for the shoot, or did you already have those in your closet? It was a mix of both. Like that pink dress and stuff like that. I bought from Abercrombie. Shout out because they they have more inclusive sizing not it's still not great but it's better than when we were like traumatized as yeah high schoolers but like a lot of the stuff I own but I only <laughs> see you in like a gray suit like a yeah. outfit and like I'm going to your house I wore a black matching sweatsuit for you today so I felt cute for for the pod I know and like <laughs> I'm coming over to your house and I'm literally in black leggings and a gray sweater I, like yeah well we're gonna be here in a clip <laughs> We're going to be chasing three-year-olds around a half acre hunting for Easter eggs. So you can. Yeah, that's true. Wear your that's dress. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But yeah, it's like I look like a scrub in real life. But I, like, like, but I think like the thing was like I shit my pants when I received the photos back because mm. as we were saying, as we've said, and I'll link the episodes in the show notes, um, we stopped dieting and really have been working on basically just our relationships with food and exercise and body image mm-hmm. for now. I feel like you and I have been doing this for like freaking like four years. So yeah look at us but when that happens when your body's finally out of starvation mode you often (laughs) like put on lbs and i feel like this was the first time that i like had a photo shoot that was just me was not like a selfie where i like manipulated the angle super (laughs) high to like look thinner and i kind of shot my pants and kind of went into like a spiral so i really tried to like take to like take two seconds I was like okay I'm not looking at myself with kind eyes Mm -hmm. I'm gonna like stop looking at these pictures and I'll look at them tomorrow or or whenever I have like the capacity to be fucking nice to myself so that's one thing that I've been thinking about and then the second thing I was thinking about and I might edit this out because it's like 
I feel like this is really personal and I feel like I'm usually actually not personal on this podcast. <laughs> Keep what you want, yeah. <laughs> but last year I got Kybella or Belcura or whatever, which is like where they literally inject acid into your double chin or often into your chin area mm-hmm. to shrink it. And like it basically didn't work, side note. But... I was just thinking about how we, you and I talk a lot about fat phobia and anti-fatness mm-hmm. and wanting to to get rid of our internalized fat phobia, etc. And I've just been thinking that is one of my like ethics or like one of my values. Yeah. And I feel like because okay so then I saw those pictures and I was like literally fucking booking an appointment with my doctor to get more (laughs) is why I'm saying this and then I was like I feel like it's not standing in my own ethics or like honoring my values if I do that and then like I was just thinking about like how part of being body like positive or whatever respecting all bodies or whatever is also like destigmatizing body parts that are are adjacent to fatness like I yeah this 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 sounds like too I feel like jargony but it's just like like if I can't stand my own like soft jawline like why (laughs) like how is that being like anything different from being like fat phobic I don't know I don't know that, yeah, yeah. this is extremely well, inarticulate hopefully people yeah. understand what I'm trying to say again I'm not the smartest person to ever talk about this I feel like Me this neither. is um I'm always borderline about to get um canceled whenever I come <laughs> see, 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 literally same and I just want a promo box story I can't be I want to go to an event and eat at the craft table <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think it's like the same, like the same kind of idea as like, you can't make an ethical purchase in a capitalist society, right? Like, it's the same, same idea as like, you can't make a a good decision or have a kind thought in like this world we have around bodies and diet culture and being anti-fat and et cetera, et cetera, right? And also the like changing the world and making it more acceptable for people of all bodies has nothing to do with your own personal thoughts on your chin right like yeah yes yes. two things can exist at once right like we can get people representation and like adequate health care and you can still hate what your chin looks like yeah like there's a difference there's a difference between like systemic oppression and body insecurity yeah you know and i also think that like body positivity gets like a I think that's a white women of a mid-sized body have ruined that that topic. Yes, as two mid-sized white women yeah. talking. Yes, <laughs> talking about 100%. It. We, have, we have derailed the conversation, so yes, I'm yes. my point in that. But, like, it's not, like, I take it as, like, it's not about, like, I'm celebrating every nook and cranny and bubble and bump on my person, right? It's just, like, it's like neutrality and acceptance mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. like, making sure like there's furniture that people in your home can all sit on safely mm-hmm. right and like do people mm-hmm. have access to doctors and can they get jobs and, and that kind yeah. of you know but no I love that and you're yeah. right you're totally right any updates from you that you want to give to the listeners since the last time we talked about this was like a, a few I feel like a few years ago yeah I um noticed it's one of those things like as soon as you wake up to something in the world, that's all you hear. And it just makes me sad of like 
how many people in my close circle who I thought had, you know, good handles on like body image and oppression and things and you hear words that people use and like I was just at a dinner with my family and like a table of people in their 80s are talking about their Weight Watchers points and you know should they have another glass of wine at Easter dinner and at one point I walked up and I was like I hope at age 86 I'm not stressing about having a glass of wine with my room of grandkids and that I will just enjoy the moment. And I got up, oh, Courtney, you don't have to be so cranky all the time. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I know, because I'm the cranky one in my family yeah. saying the exact same fucking shit. Yeah, and it's like someone will say something and be like, oh, what's Courtney going to say about this one? And I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm the oldest of the gaggle of grandkids. And so whenever there's news to share or someone's got a tattoo or whatever, whatever, it's, it's Courtney who lectures the boomers in the room about <laughs> why that's okay, you know? Yeah. So that is yeah. the cross I must bear. Yes. But it's exhausting because sometimes I just want to sit and eat a mini egg and not be like, you're going to ruin your dinner. And it's like, well, dinner is turkey and bean salad, so I'm happy to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to eat mini eggs. It's delicious. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're like I'm good. This is purposeful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, my mom will listen to this. Mom, you made a really good food. It was delicious. Thank you. This, this was the bit for the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get that. And yeah, I know that's sometimes I get sad that like people in older generations maybe didn't have access to literally like the free resources that we have online that have like helped us in this journey and stuff like that yeah and it's like at 80 years old I hope I'm not like it's just yeah it's just sad like they're I got five more pounds to lose like for what like literally for what for what who are you looking to snatch for your husband of 55 years like He hasn't accepted you by this point. Like, call it quits. Um, <laughs> you know? And, like, and then that also makes me sad, too, because it's, like, if they're, like, trying to improve their quality of life, there's ways to do that without cutting back Losing on weight. a glass of wine or skipping out on cake at, a like, a family gathering, right? Like... 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally. And, like supportive of anyone who is trying to improve their life and whatever they decide to do that as but Mm -hmm. just restricting yourself from joy and happiness makes me sad but I think the next community Tory that we need to help with are the 25 year old boys so I shouldn't gender people the 25 year old gym freaks who eat chicken and broccoli and plain white rice they're the next group we have to go help but I have noticed them going to a gym, so I don't know how we're going to reach them. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't talk to those people. No, so they're like... not in my inner circle, <laughs> so I don't know how to reach yeah. them. I'm sure. Yeah, 100% though. Like that, what a sad Are they listening existence. to this podcast? Is, this, yeah, yeah. is that your demographic? No. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> Okay, we should dive into the actual episode, but if people right. are We're here to talk about the Kardashians, yeah, not my I was dieting like, grandparents. <laughs> yeah, literally. But if people are more interested in conversation about body image or food or movement or whatever, let me know and I can, yeah, we can 
do some more episodes that are just like based on this. But anyways, Kylie being absent from the premiere just got me thinking about these things. Okay, let's actually talk about the premiere. It was filmed in fall 2021, which like my expectations was that it was since it was streaming, it was going to be closer to like the real life what's happening in real life but I was like this is just again like six months prior which was exactly what keeping up with the Kardashians was oh yeah no it's the exact same it's the exact same yeah yeah yeah. so okay so basically they can now say fuck and they said the p word like multiple times so it's like okay cool that's like the difference they now have like drone shots but and they got a higher paycheck from moving to Hulu and Disney yeah was there any difference other than those no and I don't I was not personally I was not expecting any more difference I did appreciate the updated like filming style and like the doc- yeah. it, it felt like an episode of the office like I, I did like the snappy like oh, how they came the... in for like quick takes and whatever yeah. like I liked a drone footage of their real houses yes <laughs> you know? because in keeping up they showed fake ho- like fake exteriors of houses for like security purposes i guess but now yeah. they they just show their real ones well and i think they have to because we know what their real houses look like because of social yeah media we're not now, right yes yeah. oh my god we're point. literate good we're point. media literate yeah but no like they were always gonna make the exact same show because that's what got them famous people will watch it regardless and I was hoping that like the timelines would be closer because same like with social media every like everything is already known before the like before the filming happens because it's like six months in advance and so like it's just not as spicy as they always make it up to believe but I also don't think like their lives aren't spicy so yeah you know yeah yeah they're just rich and they hang out with their family yes totally totally yeah. yeah, I think I would have liked the, like, so they do, like, the talking heads where they, like, jump into frame and they're, like, Kendall was, like, guys, I didn't have the flu. I had COVID. Like, and she, like, said that with glee. I was, like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, but yeah. I think I would like those if they were, like, fun people and, like, well acted. But because the Kardashians are, like, so stiff and Courtney and Kendall did one and they're probably, like, the stiffest. It just, I feel like didn't exactly work but I thought that the the thought and the essence of it was cool but like just because the family is so yeah stiff that it just like didn't work and there was like a lot of other fake elements too so like those were obviously planned and then at the beginning they were on the phone which like was so fake and it's weird because I was like they I thought faked things way better back in the day but it just rang I feel like so false to me did you notice because I watch all of my TV show with subtitles on because me too. I am old. Um, Same. But on all of those phone calls on the subtitles, when they were it identified who the person they were talking to was, like it was like, you know, if I'm on the phone with you, it'd be like Tori, blah blah blah. Yes. Yes. On the subtitles, when Chloe was talking to Tristan on the phone, it identified him as person. <laughs> he was the only one that did not get a name. I'm thinking. He's going to start getting phased out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that because, again, this was shot pre-third baby. Yeah. And I feel like 
sorry, Tristan, there's no coming back after after no. you were like with Chloe and then um got another girl pregnant. Yeah. So they have a barbecue, but it's not like the barbecue we're about to attend. <laughs> it It's a catered event with a hamburger. Yes. And then yeah. they like had like table settings and stuff for a seven person barbecue that Kim kept saying. It was interesting, like North was shot like very quickly there was like a shot of her and she was looking at the cameras and like I felt like she felt uncomfortable and like she knows that she's being filmed for a tv show and like didn't yeah. love it no I think it's gonna be interesting in the next couple of years how they bring the kids into their stories because now that like a lot more of the kids are starting to be old enough to like comprehend that they're on a tv show and like some of them are starting to get on social media themselves and going to school and like talking to people. So I'm interested to see like, are some of those kids going to turn into robs where like they're alluded to, but, but never actually like never there. seen, right? Like Rob always has a place setting and all these family things, but like you never see him on camera. Yeah. And like yeah. all that, the Easter Snapchats of all the gift baskets and stuff like him and his kids have one. Yeah, so they're yeah. obviously there, but yeah, like Chris, not shown because he has like a hot sauce line, lol, yes. and like a clothing line, and like him or Chris referred to those in yes. their like list of businesses, but it was like like secondhand because like also they're a bit of an embarrassing business, but like yeah, it's a sock company, Arthur George, and then a hot sauce company, Halfway Dead. Yeah, and I was like, I wish I was Halfway Dead. <laughs> You, I wish I didn't you know this information. Um, but yes. she was just like off the cuff. Like she was listening. She's like, blah, blah, blah. I manage all these companies. And, she, and, then, and then the hot sauce. But it's like she doesn't yes. even, and she the hot even name sauce it. Company. What was that called again, you guys? And she 100% <laughs> forgot Poosh. Oh, yeah. but I, Which like, is ironic because she is like does all the content for Poosh, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> so Rob, I guess, usurped Courtney in that in that realm and yeah we saw like saint like punching the camera and stuff so like i just want to know what the long-term effects of this are well and like like we started to see less and less of courtney's kids because they are not always well behaved in public brie her parenting style so it's like are we going to start seeing less and less of certain kids who are not the well-behaved ones yeah you know and are they going to start acting out for attention? Like no Mason and Rain and just like all Penelope. Yeah. Speaking of Saint, uh, he found Kim's crying face on Roblox with the threat that there's going to be a second sex tape, which is wild because again, the kids, even him, like he's so young and is already seeing his parents. Yeah on online and yeah just you can see Tristan in the background of the shot shitting his pants yeah because Kim freaks out and calls to Chloe and is like Chloe come here come here and then Tristan is breaks out into a sweat which is why I think like he he was expecting his baby mama drama 100% you know 100% that would have been that would have been so much better if instead of Kim's crying face it was yeah Tristan like he's there at a family dinner like that's the that's the television information I or television information that's the television show I want to watch 
Yeah, because I do I do believe that the sex tape threat thing was real. Oh yeah. But it gets it got wrapped up. Like we already know what happens. Kanye gets the the flash drive or whatever fucking from Ray J and then like at the New York airport right in before SNL and then yeah. all's well that ends well. But and and then again, this this is why I fucking stopped watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians in the later seasons. I just told you what the storyline was for a future episode. So it's like, why would I watch? Like, tell yeah. me why I should watch. But the thing is, is like, we're going to. And like, why am I, I watching? And part yeah. of it is, I think, because the Kardashians are aware that it's six months in advance. Like, Kim has been quiet about the divorce. Kim has been quiet about her thoughts on this sex date coming out. Chloe has never talked about all of this the Tristan drama and I think a reason for that is because they know it's on the shelf and they yeah. know if they're quiet in the moment about things it'll still be relevant enough when the episode airs and it's like six months later and we want to see the like quote unquote behind the scenes curated edited thoughts on it totally because even when Chloe got caught with the Disneyland photoshop she was like Haha, <laughs> let's focus on the premiere of the show this Wednesday. Yeah. So they're just redirecting all of their attention to the show. Yeah, and we happily skip along and go and watch yeah. it. Ash Talks Batch DM'd me. I thought the food didn't look that good. No, it looked horrendous. If I'm <laughs> it really did. It really um, did. The burgers were the size of my palm. And they were like, looked soggy. Yeah, well, it's because... If you're having a barbecue, you're not going to put the items in a steam tray inside of your, yeah. <laughs> you know? I was thinking that. I was like, I don't think burgers should go into a steam tray. No. Like, they don't even do that yeah. in university cafeterias. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's like, like, they also, like, try to sell themselves as having, like, you know, close, relatable family values of, like, we're just going to have a, a quiet, like, family barbecue after work, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no one with a job, if I was having you guys over for a barbecue, I'm not leaving work three hours early to come home to my caterers. I know, like Chris was, or Kylie said to Chris, like, oh, you left earlier than me and stuff. It's like, okay, like, we get it, you're business women. <laughs> like, yeah, at Kat Lamar's comment is what I was yes. also going to say. They said, them ordering a bunch of food just to convince us they eat was rough. I roll emoji. This was, I made a note in my loose leaf sheets of paper as like, was live. This was my version of a live tweet. <laughs> in my clipboard. Um, this is the first time I've seen them interact with food. And now I say interact instead of eat. Because there was just food out, a couple shots of like Chloe was when they're talking to Scott. Like there was a bag of chips and a drink out. You never saw her eat them. I also know Ella like Bachelor Nation. Like eating just makes bad television. Mm-hmm. But like you'd think in like at a table setting, as two people are talking, you would see other people in the background eating, but you don't. Yeah, it is like The Bachelor where they go on a date with the food, but neither of them eat it so do yeah. you think that they're pre-eat like on the bachelor they eat beforehand then they go on the date do you think they're pre-eating their vegan salads and then rolling up to the dinner eating like one fry and calling it quits maybe i also thought a lot of the food they were eating was like the kids version of the food because it was like 
chicken nuggets and french fries and mac and cheese. So it's like, was the food inside for the kids? And then the adults were eating whatever the stuff was outside. And the moms were just in there making kids' plates. Yes, okay. A little bite. You know what I mean? Okay, I think that that is... Yes. Oh, my God. Because yes. the only people inside were the moms. You didn't see, like, you just saw Tristan, Kylie, Chloe. Yes, and, and Travis. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then it was so weird because I was like, they're eating inside. And then they go outside to, like, their set dinners. So I agree 100%. They probably were making, even when Kylie was like, oh, I'll have some chicken nuggets and fries. It was, like, probably for Stormy. Stormy's yeah. plate. Oh, and, like, the portions on the plate were... Now, also, again, I'm I'm not assuming that I eat the same portion of food as Kim Kardashian. Because um, yeah. I eat quite a few portions of food, <laughs> especially when it's a chicken finger and a french fry. But it was very, like, kids' portions and, like, things were yeah. very separate on the plate. And I hate that yeah. I even noticed that. Yeah, and it was, like, um, it was kind of like a kid's paper plate. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. The, like, fine china that they had, like, outside. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, is the crew and the children eating that food inside? And then there was something else happening outside for filming. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Interesting. Then, basically, I just kind of summarized, like, updates from all of the people. So Scott and Chloe have a conversation. Scott, again, okay, this made me, like, fucking lose my shit Scott wasn't invited to the barbecue because Kim forgot to invite him. This is the same storyline from keeping up for the past fucking 10 years. Also, who gives a shit? I know. Like, if I had an ex-baby, like, co-parenting or not, that we had not been together for seven years. Yeah. And my just my core family member were having, like, a really casual barbecue it wouldn't even come across anyone's mind to invite that person. Totally. And I kind of forgot that Courtney and Scott had broken up for seven years. Because, again, it feels like just yesterday. Like, it feels so recent in my head. But, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's so legitimate. And you're right. It's like, why are we talking about this? This is so mundane. Like, you couldn't come up with any other storylines. No, because they have nothing in their lives. (laughs) They don't. They tr- they fucking that they want to show. Like that's yeah. that's yeah. That they want to show us. Which yeah. again, like fucking fair enough. Yeah. So Chloe says that Scott is flirty with her more than her brother. Which I was like, okay, this is gross in so many levels. It was yucky. It was so yucky. So many people. I think that this was actually like weirdly like so many people wanted to talk about this. Because Scott finally talked about dating younger girls at Dana Freeman. <laughs> hey, Dana. <laughs> friend of the pod says, should Scott and Chloe date? I think they should at least like bone. Can I say that on your podcast? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think they're a better couple than well, Courtney and him. I don't think they'll ever officially date because I don't think their family has, like, the skills or communication style to ever negotiate the weirdness of you dating your sister's ex-husband. I don't think anyone has those skills. No. Right? And then, like, what, are they be sibling cousins? But, like, they have a strange relationship. Totally. Like, Chloe admitted to going to anger management over Scott. I wouldn't be, like... A, I have lovely in-laws, but, like, that would never, ever come, like, 
that should never be an option for your in-law and your ex-in-law. It was alarming at best. Yeah, like it's not, <laughs> it's not healthy. Chloe says she's going to therapy. Why is this not the topic of therapy? Like you should not be in therapy with your partner who's cheating on you Which and being a cheating thing, guy. You should be, you should you be, should be <laughs> unpacking maybe this dynamic with your sister's ex. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play a voicemail from the aforementioned Dana Freeman. Great. I'd love if you could speak to the relationship that the Kardashians have with Scott Disick. And what I thought was interesting in the episode was Chloe is like actively calling him out for dating young, young women. And they're talking about how he Instagram DM'd Eunice and talked shit about Courtney and is generally just a very toxic person in Courtney's life and continuously day after day they bully Courtney into including him and inviting him to their family events it's just something I don't understand I was wondering if you girlies could speak to what do you what do you think about that okay well first off Dana has never referred to me as a girly before so I'm <laughs> I'll be following up with her IRL um but no I totally agree I think I have on here, I have Scott equals garbage, why Chris, why, on my sheet of paper. And it's like, he's never been nice to Courtney. He's no. never been good to her. He's had all of these, like, weird issues. And yet, they are constantly pushing him, like, into the into the family drama. So I'm like, what dirt does he have on them? That they need to keep him Probably around. fucking tons at this point. You know? So, like, what dirt does he have? And they're all about, like, family loyalty. Like, say what you want against the Kardashians. You will never hear them actually, like, spilling tea or spilling secrets on each other. But so, like, but why does that loyalty end at, like, Courtney's happiness? 100%. 100%. Yeah, I feel... I feel like that the show depicts it in a different life than is what's happening in real life. Like Chloe's like, oh, we all know Scott's still in love with Courtney. And at this point, I'm like, I feel like actually, like, does he have a certain love for her? Is he dating younger girls so it never gets real so he can always have one foot in the door with Courtney? Probably. Sure. Maybe. But like. I really just feel like they push this storyline almost to like Scott's disadvantage at this point. Oh, totally. Cause, and I think that's where they show their loyalty to Courtney is that they're never going to show Scott in a good light. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it'll like that's And that's where they'll, they'll cut that line. But, um, and part of their brand is also being like excellent co-parents. And yeah. I like support that. I think, that's a great thing to do for like their kids but also a lot of these dudes that they're co-parenting with are terrible people yeah and I think you can be a good co-parent without your mom inviting them to intimate family gatherings totally totally. you know and 100% nor should you like maybe come to like you know the big family events and the birthday parties and whatever to to make things yeah where there's like 50 people there yeah and you can float around and, and not interact with each other but like this narrative of like he needs to come to every family dinner I think is bullshit like he needs to start having his own dinners and if even this thing of he's in love with court for all of these years then fucking show it 
Yeah, you know? yeah. It's one thing to say, like, I love you, but it's like, okay, but you're chasing 19-year-olds around the world. You're not treating her kindly. You're not reaching out. So do you really love her or do you just miss what your life used to be? And totally. as Tink says, men come back or their lives get worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Iconic. <laughs> and so, like, I'm tired. I hope Scott gets hurt. I think he's hilarious. He makes great television. Um, but I hope he starts getting phased out of the show because he's trash and he's whiny and he needs to go deal with his shit. Yeah, and they don't need him anymore. Like, yeah, if 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 this is going to be the storyline that we get from him, we don't need him. No, if, if there's a new storyline, sure. But I'm like, I I actually cannot watch them have the same conversation for the hundredth time. No, and especially when Courtney's really happy. Like, yeah. let her be happy with her sweet little drummer boy. Travis. Let's talk about them. Courtney, like, they're just obsessed with each other. Like, now that we get, like, video evidence of them, what they're like, just hanging out, they just, like, can't keep their hands off each other. Which also, I love that for them. But me as a human, I'm embarrassed. It's an embarrassing move, especially when they were doing it, like, in front of the kids and stuff. Like, which, which well, I'm like, am I being a prude? I don't know. Like, Well, we, we both know you are a prude. So, yes, yeah. yeah. But it was excessive. <laughs> but it's also, like, if I'm sitting with just my siblings around the kitchen table, I'm not making out with my partner. Yeah, they were, like, literally, like, making out with tongue. No, like... I like smooched Lionel on the cheek the other night and that was in the room with my family and the room went quiet and like my uncle was like "Ooh," you know like like it was the talk of the town the tongue the the tongue (laughs) the talk of the tongue (laughs) you know but they were cute together Courtney was just like watching him and his like with his like punching bag thing and then he was really cute with Pete and P was fucking good at the drums. Yeah, she's fire. Good for her. Yeah. I, yeah, good for her. She's fucking cool. I feel like North usually gets all the credit for being like a cool girl. And I'm like, she's just as cool. North annoys me. Just hot take. She's so funny. Like um, somebody <laughs> at Easter was like, show us your Easter egg, North. And she was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's well, you can see like her Kanye influence Kanye in it. Side. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love it. Me too. But yeah, yeah. Like sometimes she, yeah, 100%. I get it. I yeah. get it. But like every 12-year-old is annoying, you know? Yeah, so. 100%. <laughs> Kim um, is hosting SNL, considers Kanye as the musical guest. She actually made like a funny joke. She was like, oh, I think Kravis should just be like making out in the background of each sketch. I was like, that was funny. Yeah. The content I watched the Kardashians for is not the dramatic storylines. It's the, like, universal sibling fighting. Yeah, it's the, like, that's it's what the I want. family stuff. That's yeah, what I want to see. What they got famous off of, like, from, like, keeping up. But, yeah, they, yeah, they seem to, again, want to show us, like, the drone shots of their house more than just, like, them shooting the shit. Or, like, or Kim, like, responding to the girl from Rolling Grace. Like... That's the funny shit that I want yeah. to see. I want the three fir- like the three Kardashian sisters sitting in the closet. Kim's on the phone, like copying back what Chloe is telling her to say. Like that is that was that's me so on the phone funny. to the doctor with my mom being like, "Say this, say this next." You know, like that was yeah. so funny. Oh my god! And then like Chloe and 
uh, Chris like high fived. That yeah, like, I honestly think that was the best moment of the TV show. The little snaps again, cultural appropriation, but funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Lots of name dropping. Kim consults with Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Dave Chappelle for her monologue, and she gets a voice memo from Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, didn't know she was friends with all those people. Yeah, because remember when Amy Schumer, like, did that prank fall in front of Kanye and Kim? Yeah. So I was like, okay. Maybe that's when they became friends? Yeah, I have no idea. Who knows? But we'll see a lot of the SNL stuff uh, later in the season. Chloe and Tristan. Chloe says, I can't believe we are doing this again. And I was like, really? Because we can. (laughs) Well, and, like, this is, again, like, you can co-parent with your partner for the benefit of your kids without having him on your fucking reality TV show. Totally, totally. Because, again, they had the exact same conversation that we have seen on Keeping Up, the OG version. So it's like, I don't need to see this again. I don't need to see Tristan. I don't need to see him at all. Like, he gives no value to the world. Other than good genetics for Chloe's other kids. I liked him when he was in the background with the, like, when he was shocked with what Saint had found. Because he thought it was him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think it's funny to imagine him just, like, living life just so on the, like, edge all the time when he's with them. But Well, and we have the benefit of knowing the future with this show. Because when, like, they start talking about that they're going to couples therapy, which... Again, all shitty men should be in, more men should be in therapy. Maybe we have less shitty men. But it's like, how honest are we being in couple therapy if you know you've impregnated a woman by now and you're not bringing this up? Because he got her pregnant in March 2021 and this is being filmed in like September 2021. Right, right. September's after March. Yes. Right? And it's like, and that's months apart he knows that woman's pregnant like that woman is far enough along that and apparently like again we'll hopefully see this on the tv show but it's like did he not tell her until she was like literally giving birth that week like that's when the press found out but i'm guessing that's when chloe found out too yeah but apparently we will see that apparently kim tells her so the sisters go for lunch chloe is mad at skims because uh, the bodysuits aren't thick enough in the bot in like the valid feedback. Yeah, extremely valid feedback. We don't thank all- you for doing Vigines the good like work, Kim. Chloe. Yeah, I I was like I love this. Yeah, Chloe. Speaking of like body image and food issues, Chloe says we are foodies. We're gonna order a bunch, eat it all, and pray for forgiveness later. And she says like they're all fat asses, especially Kim. She says. You only have those asses because you paid for them. <laughs> it's like, didn't you get that on you purpose? You chose to have a fat ass. Yeah. You yeah. And that they like, this is why they work out twice a day. And all that rhetoric is just gross on every level. Mm-hmm. Kim asks what type of Coke the restaurant has. And that was the I most relatable. I love that. She's ever her been. Little, yeah. Her little like, oh, is it? And he's like, it's can. And he's like, oh. I'll have an issue. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'll stick with the iced tea. And I was like, fucking iconic. Because when I order Diet Coke in a restaurant and it, they come out with a can and a glass, I like, with no straw, I... Send it back. I, I'm like, I'm not paying two fifty for this. <laughs> no, for garbage I don't water? even want it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Fuck. Brutal. Okay, so the next kind of scene that I want to talk about before we wrap up is them st- sitting in Kim's closet, which is not even a closet at this point. It is a full-on, like, store. It is huge. It's, like, multiple rooms, and the racks yeah. just look like store racks. And they're talking about the possibility of a second sex tape. Chloe thinks it's a good omen because this is what they were talking about in the first season of keeping up with the Kardashians. Which also means like get new conversations. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. And like I felt for Kim in this moment. She was like, it's been held over my head for 20 years. She was like, I did nothing wrong. I made a tape with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. I was in love with when we were on vacation, which is. Yeah, make your sex tapes. Make whatever yeah. you want. Film yourself. Get it. It was the fact that it was leaked without your consent. If that's really what happened. I think so. That I don't think wrong. she'd be this upset. No. Yeah. Same. I don't think she'd be this upset if it wasn't either. No. 100%. And she is on the phone with her lawyer saying that the messaging is more important than the money, which again, I kind of love. At always underscore striving underscore for underscore better said, I thought how Kim went from being determined to just bursting into tears when she phoned Kanye about the sex tape was really manipulative, seemed very put on. Did you think this was like white woman tears or did you think this was legit? I thought it was interesting because I disagree. I thought this was, and maybe it's because I have white women tears, but um, (laughs) I thought this was really real. It's like, she's not going to cry on the phone to her lawyer. She's going to be a business person, but it's like whenever you're going through stress, you when you have like your business person hat on you can do that as a grown-up and then the second you talk to someone in your inner circle about it you let yourself be able to cry and then you snap back on when you need to right like yeah I've I've been in not this situation but like I've been in similar (laughs) places like similar places where it's like you're fine you're firing you do it and then you like lock eyes with like a person who would be able to tell that you are not fine and you break down and then someone else enters the room and you're able to like slurp that shit back. Right. 100%. So, yeah. I, I, I saw this. the same. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. That's what I thought. I saw this as showing us how intertwined she still was with Kanye and how yes. they're not, they're not released yet. Also maybe toxically. Yeah. I would, that was really interesting to me too, is how, how they still yeah, we're so in a relationship. Like, obviously, again, not like a romantic relationship, but just still like, which I get when you're with someone for like a decade, it's hard to just, like, you wouldn't do like cold turkey or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I think she cares about the sex tape and the reputation that she just got famous off of that more than we'll ever know. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was real, but um, would be interested to hear what other people think. Because yeah. again, Court and I are coming from a specific lens. Um, yeah. We might not have all the pieces to the puzzle. That's Court with a C. No yeah, <laughs> not with a K. <laughs> Today a K. it's with a K. The last things I just wanted to say is Kylie and Kendall just fucking weren't there. Other than that like one second shot of Kendall telling us that she had COVID and then Kylie eating the chicken nuggets, possibly. (laughs) They just, again, weren't on this TV show. So again, it's just keeping up with the Kardashians part two. But I think it's like Kendall doesn't want to be on the TV show. 
which makes me sad because Kendall's house is my favorite out of all of. Yes, I loved when they the did the drone gift. shots, and I was like, I've seen this on Architectural Digest. Yeah, like slow down in her green kitchen, please. Take a cruise by that gold tub. Ash Talks Batch says, I didn't miss Kendall. I didn't miss her again. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, as a person and a character on the TV show. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, and the sound bath thing, I was just like, fuck, Kendall. Like, you, you haven't learned a thing. But yeah. I do love their house. And I do hope that we get to see more of their houses throughout this series. It seems like we will. I think we will. But I just, I like seeing their houses. What are you hoping for for the rest of the season? I want all of the three ladies, Chloe, Kim, and Court, to toss their men out of the world. <laughs> In the garbage. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of these extremely powerful rich women still falling into the same bullshit boy stories that the rest of us normies well I don't I have a very nice guy <laughs> but like the rest of us normies deal with like they you know Chloe Kardashian you do not need Tristan and his bullshit like stop wasting your precious time going to his fucking therapy session and kick him out burn his clothes don't just pour water on it yeah, I was like, okay, like, badass that you, like, put no. some water on his clothes. I was like, it really shows that you can have all the money in the world and be the most famous person and still get sucked into fucking shit like Tristan Thompson. Yeah, and maybe even more likely to because the Tristan Thompsons aren't interested in us. A, because I'm checked <laughs> up. B, because I have no money <laughs> or prospects. I'm 27. I have no money and no prospects. I wish I was 27. I have gray hair. Fuck. Fuck. Again, can't believe I'm admitting this on the bottom. I found one gray hair at like the top of my head and I had an existential crisis. Yeah. Do the people of your uh, podcast know your full name is Torrance? (laughs) Stop. No, it isn't. It's not. Her real name is only Tori. This is a lie that I started (laughs) in her place of work. Yeah, you believe me. Uh, I should have maybe gone on with the bit for a little bit longer, but that's fine. Okay, the one thing I want to highlight about the public perception, I think everyone kind of thought similar to us. It was it was a good episode, but it's shit that we've seen before. But Gibson Johns at Gibbs Onoma, Onoma, I don't know, my apologies, tweeted, um, after watching the premiere of the Kardashians, you realize how essential a flagship show is for their public image. It humanizes them much more than their very curated promo heavy social media does at this point, And it helps them to color in so many lines around big stories. And I... Couldn't agree more. Like, couldn't have said it better myself. They need a show like this. So to offset, we need those family moments of of Kim repeating Chloe on the phone to Mm -hmm. hear about them shoving product and unrealistic body images down our throat the other 364 days of the year or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I like the new energy. Of the filming style, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Do I miss? I think it was. Uh, is it Charles Grove? Charles. Charles. Okay, Char- I thought it was Charles Goss, but I'm not sure. Anyway, the love him. Yeah, 
the beautiful human of um, the internet was like, love the new episode, but like, can we bring back like season one, keeping up with like aesthetics? Like I want elevated Jersey Shore. I want new money tackiness of the Kardashians. Like that's what I want. And this has totally. the same like feeling because they're just yeah. like the snappy, snappy recording, but like every, they're too pretty. I know if you look at them for too long, I feel like they look robotic. Like it's actually yeah. nuts. Yeah. 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 I think that they, they've gone too far with the like lasered hairline and like, I just, I, I like a little bit of skin texture and like, it's normal to have baby hairs and stuff like that. And they just yeah. like have gotten rid of like literally all of that. Yeah. At least in the show, we know that that's not real for, for no. Christy from X knows all says, I'm fucking obsessed. I cannot get enough. It feels like a vlog. Yeah. Thank you, Christy. Yeah. I will be tuning in to episode two for sure. This was a whirlwind of an episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any other thoughts that you want to share about La Kardashians? No, just um, recognizing that they're garbage humans who are contributing to a lot of problems with society, but I can't stop watching. Yep. And I know that about myself. And so judge accordingly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You Two know? truths can be or yep. true at the same time. We are, how did we word it before? We're inclusively judgmental. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Exclusively inclusive. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I love that. That could be like some RTBP merch. I'm always looking for a new outfit. Yeah, same, 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 same. Okay, Court, do you wanna plug your socials before you go? Yeah, absolutely. I am at Coco Northrup on anything worth following. I think I have twenty people following my Twitter. <laughs> I mostly use it to <laughs> talk to Tori in one yeah. more way. Yeah. Help me with my brand of becoming the elusive friend of famous <laughs> internet celebrity. <laughs> Get in now. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And there you have it. Thank you, Courtney, for joining me on today's episode. And thank you so much for listening two super quick or three super quick things that I want to add in before we wrap up that I forgot to mention in the episode. One, I really think the Kardashians low-key have a Coke sponsorship and maybe I'm just reading into things way too much, but at Girlboss Town, who I think her real name is Robin, she is a TikTok creator and she does like PR marketing strategy. She first brought this up on TikTok and now I cannot get it out of my mind, but there was just like that Kim Kardashian late night snack Instagram post and then Courtney posed in front of like a Coke machine on Instagram and then I like how I also double named Kim Kardashian like we didn't know if I just said Kim who you're talking about and then on this episode uh, she talks about coke as well I know that the Kardashians have been pop drinkers like since the early days of keeping up they're like always drinking an iced tea and stuff like that but I don't know I just feel like I see it everywhere or is it just because it's probably the most popular pop in the world I don't know this is where my brain's at nowadays and then Dana brought this up when I saw her in person uh this weekend but she said she loved how the Kardashians premiere 
had no filler or like C plot lines. Like remember when, you know, like Chloe and Tristan went ghost hunting or they did that like Iron Man fucking competition between the Kardashians and the Jenners. Just like those stupid plot lines that no one enjoyed, not even themselves. And I couldn't agree more. We haven't seen it yet. I'm still holding out hope for the rest of the season. And then the last thing that I wanted to say, I don't think I said this in the episode, haven't haven't listened back yet, so maybe I'm repeating myself. But a lot of times I think like, oh, the Kardashians are like, Instagram models or celebrities etc don't influence my standard of beauty just because I feel like I again we've talked about this like I feel like I'm decently media literate and you know critical about I don't know certain things pertaining to body image but as I mentioned when I got those photo shoot pictures back and I have never thought this in my entire life and I am turning 30 this year I was like oh my god my lips are so thin and again I have never thought that in my entire life and I was just like oh that's interesting because and like full big lips are beautiful but I just think like it's so common now to see celebrities etc with big filled lips and I feel like with the pandemic, you're seeing less people IRL slash the people you're you are seeing a lot of them, at least where I'm from, are still masked. So you're just like not seeing normal people like not saying that they're not normal, but like you're not seeing just like regular faces as much. And I just I was like, oh, my God, this is shocking. I have never once thought that in my entire life. But I really do think it's because of just all of the what the beauty trends are saying. So anyways, just another reflection <laughs> from from me so let's wrap it up there you can follow along with me on social media at rtbp podcast and you can leave a rating and review on apple podcast or spotify if you enjoyed today's episode or share it with someone who you think would enjoy it as well i hope you are safe and healthy out there as always i'm your host tori and i am ready to be petty see you soon bye